Hey, welcome to What's Right Podcast, where I talk to songwriters and other music industry folks about what they do and why they do it. My guest today is a longtime pal and has several EPs and albums out and just recorded his Live at Billy Bob's album. Check his tour dates at CodyWest.com. My guest today is Cody West. But I've had him come in to try to sing harmonies on a song before. Um, it was great, but um, I basically needed him for a reference because he was able to like sing it, and then I was able to just like go, "Oh, those are the notes." Okay, now and then you sing it. Now I can do it. That's funny. <laughs> uh, but it was it was cool. Um, but yeah, he he does worship at a church in Gainesville. Um, so, but that's that's the only other musical person that I think of in my family yeah i think my great grandmother like played fiddle or something because my there's a fiddle in my granddad's house that hangs on the wall but uh i don't know to what what extent yeah was it weird like when to your family when you're like writing songs uh no they loved it uh they yeah no they really took to it i thought for sure they'd be like doing what yeah yeah that's dumb <laughs> uh, yeah uh he's not gonna go to school like uh, <laughs> but uh no but by man. that point you you were pretty good though before the whole not going to school was even like a question right like you were doing it as a kid right um yeah well i so i played guitar um probably starting in i, I, well, I was in third grade when i started playing guitar and then I just kind of sang here and there growing up, you know, just Mm -hmm. to myself. And I was in choir in elementary school and all that kind of stuff. So singing and playing guitar were kind of natural things that started at a young age. Yeah. Um, Then, yeah, I started playing gigs at, like, uh, my senior year of high school. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, they they would always come out to – they started coming out super early, and like my first gig was like in Denton at like a bar that like my granddaddy was friends with the owner. Yeah. So that's like that's how I got the first gig. Yeah. <laughs> that's you got to know somebody. Oh yeah, that's that's the whole, that's how this business works, right? That's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> How'd you get your last gig? Uh, I think my booking agent knew the guy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's so funny. Did we meet? Were were we still? In, did you graduate in like 2014? 14 me yeah. too did we were we still in school when we met you think were we graduated by then i'm trying to remember you remember you remember where we first met i don't know the the first memory that comes to mind is when we played jacks when we did a song swap at jacks but we had had to have met before then yo i was tming for dalton that's right. I think the first time I met you, right. if I'm thinking right, it was a place in New Braunfels. It was the place that was you had to you had to carry all your shit upstairs to the second floor. Oh wow! Second story. Where was that even? What was it called? Uh, that's that's crazy. I don't remember that. They, I forgot that you even TM'd for him. Yeah, it was the place where everyone thought they were like, or like they were, they were under investigation. They were under investigation. <laughs> okay. They were under investigation. It was two stories. Yeah, you had to carry your stuff upstairs. Every time we got there, they had like a one of those 
elevators that you could use. Was it like a Callahan opening for Dalton show or was it like me? No, it was definitely Callahan, right? Yeah. Yeah, it was. It was for sure. That's so funny. That was when we first met. And then, yeah, I, then I started playing gigs and it was at Jack's. And then I, you know, they were like, you need to have a song swap and just have people come play with you. Mm-hmm. And I knew you were doing it at the time. Yep. So it was just a no-brainer. Yeah, for sure. So thanks at the time for making the drive from out here to Denton. It wasn't even from here. Me and Colton were on radio tour then. And oh. it was like we were our last stop on radio tour that week was that day in like Houston. Well, we drove there from Houston after that morning radio gig. From Houston? Yeah. Radios, it's badass, isn't it? It's great. <laughs> it's great. No, you got to love it. God. Like, the radio tour is a... Yeah. I did it once, and I that, was just that like... That was the one time we did it. And, like, I understand, like, people that are super successful in radio, they definitely do it more than once, and they yeah. definitely put a lot of time and That's money fair. into it. That's fair. Um, It's time and money, for sure. Yeah, because you're not getting anything for it. But I have heard that if you have a radio hit, you do make a lot of money. So Only time will tell for us. Yeah. <laughs> we don't know. We just have to trust our friends. Uh, yeah. We hear the rumors. Yeah. We hear the rumors. Now we can see the cars. We can see the houses. Yeah. I want a hit for sure. Yeah. I know. I'm, I have... I'm never thinking about a hit when I'm writing a song. No, you can't. I think. Is uh, this a hit? Yeah. That's what's so weird. I think you can think that maybe like. I don't know. Well, you can you can like reference to hits though. Yeah, you can sure. be like, oh, this kind of this kind of has that same groove as that song that yeah, was yeah. super popular. <laughs> yeah, but that person sure. also had a lot of marketing behind them right. and everything else. Right. <laughs> but uh, yeah. But yeah. Um, there's you can't think about like I have to write a hit. Yeah. Or I'm gonna fail. <laughs> yeah. Is that's 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 a even though you a, can't think that even though I think that like once a week, right? Yeah, I can't. But you don't <laughs> need to think that. But yeah, I guess I'm not. I'm not writing. My relationship with like writing a song began like began kind of before you know any before I was like thinking about a hit. Sure, I was like, wow, this is you know not to be like artsy about it, but like this is a way f- to express. Yeah. And this is a way for me to kind of figure out what I think and feel about something. So, you know, and then I don't know, it grew, it grew to like telling stories and stuff from there, but like. And that's that's predominant in your songs is you're a great storyteller. Thanks. I feel like with songs like that, I still feel like when I write a song, I'm just like a line by line guy and I'm not really thinking about where is it going. Uh-huh. I'm just like. I'm just like it's like it's like weed eating. It's just like oh th- <laughs> this oh it's uh, you cut this down and then you cut this down and you cut this down and I'm not looking ahead like right I don't know it's just I don't know it's very has it always been like that? Unfortunately, yeah, because I wow. I love songs that tell a story from beginning to end mm-hmm. and where each line is like I don't know it's a story. Each line's like moving it yeah to the next part. and i try to do that and i feel like i can i you know there's some of my songs do that but i feel like that's i still struggle with that sure yeah. i'm more of just like uh what's the next cool line yeah what's the next cool line yeah but does that have something to do with the genre that you're like creating in the studio that like the world that that music we were talking about john prine and stuff before yeah. we got started but like 
your your music lives in this in this world of rock and roll where it's like that isn't necessarily like president like right right is it so i don't is know that a genre it, thing or is it just you writing kind of regardless is just like that i think it regardless it's it's been like that i think yeah. just the chord structures have changed and stuff like that <laughs> you so know what funny. you know what i mean yeah um i mean i have songs that tell a story i guess mm -hmm. and i mean but I, I just feel like from like i guess it's just comparing my songs to like super good storytelling story songs. songs that's fair but also but i was jamming your last two albums um uh, i drove to Wimberley yesterday or day before yeah and uh i listen is it circles and, and green are those, are those the last two uh circles and overgrown circles and overgrown Green's the first that's album. right yeah yeah i listen to circles and overgrown and uh like i did get like a every line is like you're like proclaiming something right like does that make sense yeah like instead instead that's a great way to put instead it instead of like <laughs> instead of like jack and june went to the moon and get and got you know instead yeah. of like that this one plus two like this one plus two equals three thing yes you're you're like you're like here's a statement yeah and here's then, another and then, statement. We, and then we jam for a little bit and you're like here's another fucking statement yeah and yeah they do they have something to do with one another because i'm going to get to that in the chorus right there's a line that of yours that's I get stuck in my head a couple times a week and I think it's a great line, but it's still that thing. It's like proclaiming something. Yeah, no, it very much is. That's when, a great uh, way. I've never thought about it like that, but that's a great, that's a great way to put it. When, when I met you, you were perfect. That's definitely proclaiming something. Oh here's, yeah. Here's just a, st uh, right. Yes. Isn't that the line? When I met yeah. you, yeah. you were perfect. Yeah. Isn't that the line? Yes. And like, it almost, it, it doesn't come out of nowhere, but it's like it's just statements leading up to like this statement. You yeah, that I love that melody. Where where did you get that hook? Were you just like yelling stuff? Were you just like, uh, or did you kind of like hear it? So that's you're talking about ocean. Yeah, uh, ocean was uh, a song I wrote pretty immediately after we got done recording the Overgrown album, mm -hmm. and we literally. We put out Overgrown like April first of twenty twenty. Yeah, and that's when like you quit. Everyone quit playing shows and everything. Right. And um. So, and so we were. I was just at home, and I I got a Apollo interface, and I plugged my guitar into it, and I was just you know just jamming at home, just finding a way to 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 do something at home. Um, and I was just I was I was just jamming and I came up or I just started with this but how I came up with the melody I had the chords and then the melody I don't know it was just something it was just something I heard in my head I was yeah. just like what is a huge type of melody right that could you know and then and then what are what are what could I what are words that fill that melody right you know and those right. were the best words I could think of right you could input any words in that melody and probably make it way cooler that's fair <laughs> and that's a, that's something my producer always says after we get on doing something we're just like what'd you think of that and he was like it could be cooler yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean but I feel like anything can be cooler that's I mean fair. you just haven't where heard does it that yet. stop yeah yeah it does and that is so cool is such a relative term sure so subjective yeah uh, but when a room of guys think something's cool, then it's probably cool enough. It's probably cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, but the, I think that also comes with like, 
when you do write when you write your songs and you you know and you don't have and you you're not writing with someone else you're not co-writing on a song a song that you co- you just write all by yourself mm-hmm. sometimes you it's like you know you don't have i often think like can someone proofread a song without getting a credit on it that's fair like you ask yourself that well it's like could i show this song to someone and be like hey i do need some notes for this but it's my fucking song yeah is that but like how an author does with a book yeah dude i definitely one i will just send it to me and i will do that for you okay cool yeah yeah, no i'd I'd love to do that yeah that's not Not that i wouldn't but like no it could definitely literally not a big deal things can turn into a co-write but it's just like i would love to just in you know other other people other than like that you already make music with but like it's just like i would love to get an outside writer's point of view on, on like, these words on these words of, of yeah. the song yeah super unbiased kind of yeah just, but i feel you know as as a songwriter it's just like where does that line draw but it's just it's about probably just like you know having yeah. that relationship with someone be like hey what does this mean to you and is there a way you think i could say this better Dude, I will for sure do that with Fuck no yeah. credit. Just send it to well, me. Well, no, I mean, I mean, but I hate to like even. I, that's a weird thing to no, say because you're. No, dude, you're no, no, no. I think it's just songwriters. It's a communal art. Like, sure, it's it's like a it's like a selfish path in life until it until it's not right when it finally when you finally have people coming and you can finally afford uh, to do it. Right. Uh, everything kind of falls in its place. But until then, it's like a selfish path. Yeah. It's a very communal art, I think. Absolutely. You know, Ga- Gage doesn't play really a lot of instruments at all, or at all, even. But uh, I send almost everything to him. He's a great writer. Uh-huh. And he's done screenwritings and stuff. And yeah, I mean, sometimes that turns into a co-write. Sure. Let's finish it. Sure. And, but yeah, sometimes it's just like, did you mean to say and here? Or did yeah, you, or did you mean to say but? Yes. Or or should you should you not say either one of them? <laughs> yeah. And so like that's how I like to look at Absolutely. that's how I like to look at someone's song. They're like, hey, can you look at this for me? That's what I'm looking at. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's so vital. I feel like that for would sure. be that's so important to like Yeah. To have someone do that. I like for that, sure. that would that yeah, that's that's super cool. I'm I'm producing a lot of records now and in the beginning of that, um, I think I kind of hesitant to like talk about someone else's words sure. especially if they like weren't asking right right uh, but now i've kind of learned like you know it's not like a shit ton of people are coming to me to make their records but the few people that are they words are important to them so they're like look at my look at my word and so like now it's like that's the first step of even making a recording yeah. is like yeah. let's look at these words let's put this in a composition just as a solo performer okay now let's now let's add things yeah you know but did you mean to say but or did you want to say right right that's so vital that's so vital for sure yeah i don't know you couldn't uh i mean definitely send me some stuff i'll definitely do that but like you don't think you could just like send that to dalton and be and be like hey can you look at this or do you even value his opinion in that enough? Oh, to I, do I that? would definitely value his opinion. I just I have sent him stuff before, and he and just ended like, up on his album. No, 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 no. <laughs> he's 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 just always like that's kick ass. Sound, <laughs> okay, you know, sound, 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 sounds huge. You yeah, know, he'll just he's right. just yeah, you know, and no, it's nothing you know, constructive. Yeah, no, all. yeah, and not that you know, and I'm sure he could come up with something constructive if I really asked him. But yeah, yeah, he's just more like good jam. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And a lot of people are, and, and and if if I mean you get enough of those back in a text message, you're like, okay, okay this must be it's good. This must be good. Well, my five friends liked it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah. Like you finish it, if you feel good about it, you finish it and you get the little voice memo of it, you immediately send it and you're waiting to hear back yeah. about it. Yeah. Because it's like, ah, man, I'm, I can't play this at my show Friday. <laughs> right. I don't know. I guess I could. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've got some new ones that I would love to, I could definitely send you and b- bounce back. I've already made demos and stuff. That'd of be them. cool. Uh, they're, yeah, they're, they're, yeah, that's just, that, that, that would be, that'd be super neat to have. And yeah, I dude. feel like we need to, we need to write. I guess that'd be, that be fun too. I love your style, man. Thank you. Like, cause like, I feel like you're like a, just, and I hate comparing, I hate comparing, but like, you're so like, Truckers is Bell. Dope. That's dope. And I, and it's just like. That's a North Star for me though, you Because know? like, I feel like like. The Dion Del Rand Daddy song is mm-hmm. like his fucking uh um don't need no Lawson's anymore. Uh what's what's Decoration his? Day? Dude, it's No way. It's dude for for real. It's like the way it's just like a it's just such a story. I don't know. It just has that kind of it's just so southern. It's so yeah, it's dude. so south. It's yeah, so dude. it's so literate. Yeah. It's I don't know. It's so that, just those two ingredients together is what makes a good song to me. Not every good song is that, but like that is my North star because like I am, you know, I am from this South. Yeah. But also like, I like to read those, those two things that I don't know. I like to, pre- I like to paint a picture of the South in a very elegant, elegant way, I guess. Because it is. And, 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 it is. And, and, and more so than people give it justice for. Yeah. I guess more so than like a Hollywood, which what even is that version? I right. guess, I guess I, I don't like songs that like pander to me. I don't like songs that are like, well, I, I know you like a truck. <laughs> it's like I drive a fucking Land Rover, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. It's just like I, but like, yeah, I'm. Everyone in my family is either a farmer or a poet, and I'm the only poet. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Okay. Like, I, you don't have to explain to me farm life in this very on the nose black and white way right i want to hear about like life there's life in that and like there's not a lot of there's not a lot of life in like you know you need cliches to like finish a song cliches help connect dots of shit right um but some but some of the uh some of like overused ones in like country music whatever that means now yeah uh, they're not even scratching the surface of like what is going on there and yeah, I love Decoration Day, dude. It definitely does that. And writing a song like Dion and Delray, Dion Delray and Daddy, yeah, it's like that. Like I said, like that's my North Stars to be like. That's because that's my only example of like other than like maybe like Corey Brannon. Do you listen to Corey Brannon? I haven't, dude. I'm gonna send you his first album. Okay. Came out in '05, but it was like at the time probably the most progressive Americana album ever made. Okay. Songwriting is impe- It will change you for the better as a songwriter just by listening to it. And I asked this just because it gives me a general vibe of like, what, what, you know, where's, where's, where's he from? He's from Mississippi. Okay. okay yeah. And cool. so like, he's from, cool. I'm from Louisiana. He's from Mississippi. Isabel's from like Alabama. That's like the same. It's just in a line yeah. of like, uh, each of those states have their own culture, sure. but, but a lot of it is just being in the South. Sure. And there's a lot of interesting shit going on down like there. Like when I think like like when I think of Mississippi uh music in general or Alabama, I do I think of like Muscadine Bloodline. Like, yeah. Dude, those two guys, like I don't they, they them together, 
one time, dude, we did a, we did this thing in Mexico. It was me, Reed Southall, uh, Co Wetzel, and them two, uh, Gary and Charlie from from Muscadine, and it was, dude, like doing a song swap, like it, me, Reed, Co, and then you just have this choir of boys. You know, it's just it, you, know, Gary and Charlie together are just. They're so good together. Dude. I don't. I don't. It's just like it's almost not fair to song swap with them because it's just. I feel like Billy Madison when they're playing the flute, which is like, <laughs> yeah, he's better. <laughs> you know, I did like that's that's exactly what I feel like when yeah. when I do something like that with them. They're so good. With the and, the, and they guys? they have such, but like they represent to me like such a such a southeastern twist to yeah. like this kind of alternative country or like in in in. Nashville. I mean, because yeah. they, they have a lot to do with Nashville. They're in Nashville a lot, but their roots are in you know the southeast. Sure, yeah, very much so. And you, I think you hear that vibe versus like someone else that's not from the southeast. For sure, you know, I just feel yeah. like it, it sticks out. I always like songs like that paint a picture of like whoever whoever the writer is. Like they're just painting a picture of like home, but it's a very unique, like an end of it, like an individualistic kind of portrait of like their own home yeah and like i like that in all kinds of songs and when i found like you know stuff like decoration day or just whatever like isbel tunes yeah um and he was doing that with like scenery that i'm familiar with sure brenda lambert does that great yeah dude yeah but she's but she's still a texan though yes there is a little bit yeah there's a difference in like the imagery sometimes sure Sure. But the metaphors are kind of the metaphors are kind of the same. So anyway, like to to hear a song about to hear a song about what's going on in the pines rather than just hearing a song about driving beside the pines. Yeah, I like that. Sure, you know what I mean. Like, yeah, there's definitely it's definitely can go deeper than that. Sure, sure, yeah. I like uh, I like that a lot. That's cool. <laughs> that, that's good. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I like uh, you like movies. Yeah. I fucking love movies, and I think um, that's where some of some of that writing style that I've kind of learned or whatever comes from. Like, you don't have very much time, right? But it but it does need to have a beginning, middle, and end. Yes, it needs to feel like it needs to at least feel like it does. You know, even if it's like abstract in a way. This episode of What's Right is brought to you by Andor Peppers. Andor Peppers is family owned and operated. They have small batch fermented hot sauces and smoked spice mixes from garden to bottle to table. They have physical locations in West Virginia and Florida. If you can't find them there, if you're not around, you can go to andorpeppers.com. Thank you, Andor Peppers. I love I love movies. Yeah, <laughs> Dude, have you seen The Northman? No, I need to. I'm a big. Bro. I'm a, so I watched like when when that show Vikings came out like originally like it was like it came out like on a History Channel I think it was like a History Channel like or Discovery or something like that or it might have been a I don't know I remember watching it on cable when that first came out and I love like that whole culture I think like but I my and I, everyone's told me to go see The Northman. It's like a, it's allegedly it like the most accurate portrayal of that like lifestyle yeah and dude i mean heads get chopped off obviously there's some heads getting chopped the fuck off is it better than braveheart 
Dude, yeah. <laughs> oh my god. No comparison. But yeah, I, I you know, I think Superbad's better than Braveheart. You know? like, I don't fucking know. Don't ask me. You know. Old Mel. Yeah. I saw a video of Mel Gibson. Uh he was changing his tire. And this guy comes up and starts videotaping him and he's like, You go by yourself? Why are you alone? He's like, uh, why are you alone? He's like, and then he starts laughing and he's like, what if I rob you? And like, he, <laughs> like, he says that to the guy video. And <laughs> That's what Mel Gibson says? <laughs> I swear. There's a video of it. <laughs> what if I rob you? What if I rob you? That's so funny. Dude. Yeah, you got to watch The Northman, dude. It so is... how is, uh, so your songs. Yeah. I feel like have changed a bit yeah. from when so say like when we first met sure yeah because uh just because i my memory is failing me but i uh, uh there was a song that, you, that i love that used to that you might still play it but it was like it was called the pirate or the, the yeah it's called pirate it was called pirate okay yeah. mm-hmm. dude like and that was like a that was a like a like a that was a theme that I had never even thought about to come into songwriting before. Dude. So like when I heard you do that song or play that song, I was just like, Oh wow. This is setting a whole nother like picture in my head of like things that you can sing about. Wow, that's really cool, man. I uh I wrote that song. I like I was at home. This is when I was in Callahan Divide. It was a Callahan Divide song. And uh we put out an E P called Come About. Like the whole thing was kinda like a nautical theme to everything okay like other titles were like cut and run which we just used it as a metaphor but that's like you know just like terms you hear on a boat and things like that anyway i had like a fever i was at home and had a fever and my cable went out and i only had like two movies like worth watching and uh one of them was pirates of the caribbean like the one the first one or second one yeah and another one was oliver and company did you ever watch Oliver and Company? No. Billy Joel does a soundtrack. It's like an 80s Disney cartoon movie. Okay. It's got these like... Uh, Oliver and Company? Oliver and Company. Oliver's okay. like a little cartoon cat. He right, meets okay. up with all these like stray dogs. and But they're all like... They're all helping this like homeless man just like live life basically and pay back yeah. debts and stuff. Anyway, I'm having these like fever dreams and the only images really are like uh, pirates and like home- and homeless people. And so I just put those two together, you know, I wrote it, I finished it with my neighbor. And, uh, if you heard a song on my first solo album called Trinity, you heard that song? It's like, yes, I have, but I, I, I I didn't do my homework before I came. It's okay. It's a super sad, like small town story song. And, uh, and that same dude that helped me write pirate helped me finish that one too. Okay, cool. Um, is he like a was he a songwriter himself or is it yeah, this guy would, that you would just bounce stuff off of? Kind of both. Like I think at first it started off like he's just interested in me right like he was like a highway patrolman. He was like my parents' age, you know. Okay. He was just really cool. Like I think like when I met him and his wife, I took my hat off to shake her hand. And like he just fell in love with me. After he liked that. that. You know what I'm saying? Like, which was is just this kinda, in Louisiana. No, this was like right down the street. Okay, here this was here. Okay. And uh, he was a like a sergeant of the highway patrol, and I was like 17. Okay. And uh, like the piano at my house, 
it was his family's piano. He gave it to me, but we would just hang out all the time. And, uh, and I kind of learned like he would, he would kind of bounce ideas and stuff off of me, but I kind of learned like he's got a binder of poetry over there. Okay. He's just like a big manly dude. And so like this, maybe this is like the first time he's even like showing anybody this stuff, but he's written like family stories that are like true, but they're like rhyme, like poetry and stuff. And so when I found that stuff, I was like, dude, you were like a wordsmith. Like you were writing, you're writing, writing. These are songs. These are fucking songs. I was yeah. like, and I would put, I would, he, so he would write a bunch of stuff and then send it to me to like put music to for his, yeah. for his own like songs. And, uh, we had been doing that for a while when I was like, uh, I'm, I'm about two thirds of the way through this thing. Can you help me bring it home? And I did that with pirate. And I did that with Trinity. And, nice. But we wrote a bunch of songs together when we were living next door before. Yeah. I'm engaged now. I'm a dad now and stuff like that. But before then, before those things were like possibilities or, you know, before those things were actually a part of my life nothing is it's super pretentious but like nothing was more important to me than like the next song and that's a super dramatic I, that I, that sounds really dramatic but like there's truth in it like i would i would just make decisions based on like is there a song over there yeah you know what i mean yeah well dude i feel like that's that's why like i feel like you're on a whole nother level like from me on songwriting and like I feel like that's what makes like that's what sets you apart from like someone like me that songwrites. It's just like it's like someone that runs, you know. It's like I like when it comes to songwriting, you run marathons. When it comes to songwriting, when I run five miles, sure, yeah, you know yeah, what I mean. That's really nice of you to say. But I but I I, I like that's that's the way I feel. Like that, mm-hmm. there's just like there's levels to that shit. Sure. But for some, but there's just like I, it's just I, I don't know. Why the world way the work? Why I don't know. I don't, yeah. It's just it's it's all very it's all very subjective. Like you said, everything is so subjective. But like, dude, we we jam- like I've told you this before. But like in the van, dude, when we're driving home late at night, you know, after we get done on a gig on say like Saturday night, and I mean, if we're in Texas, yeah, other than El Paso, we're gonna drive home. Like we just yeah. we want to get home Sunday morning. We're not gonna we're not trying to waste any time. Yeah. Uh. We're just gonna get, we're just gonna go home. Yeah. So like, albums that we throw on are like your early albums. Like we love Troy Cartwright's early albums. Me too. He's a fantastic songwriter, dude. Yeah. I love Troy. Uh, and like we throw on like Red Shahan stuff, and like I you know just also but like though like y'all. You and Troy are like guys that we really throw on so much. That's and really cool to like, hear. It's just Troy. Troy is a wordsmith. Troy, for sure. Troy takes care. Yeah, of the song. He really takes care of the song for sure. It seems like your whole band is into like uh, just songwriting. We all listen to the same kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah, I mean, we all know a good song when we hear it. That's fair enough. Uh, I mean, at least I've, I mean, at least all of our tastes collide. Yeah. Uh, or you know, combine or whatever. Um yeah, we we all have very similar tastes. Uh I feel like my bass player probably has the worst taste out of any of us sure, just because yeah. he's a bass player. Sure. But other than that, I feel like, you know, we, we all we all have really similar music music tastes and mm-hmm. like ideas when it comes to the songs and what to do and 
we're very congruent, like everything that, you know, I feel that live too. Like, and I've only had, I've only ever had two drummers and I'm on my second drummer. Right. Um, and we just, I don't know, everything just works super good. Yeah. I don't know. I just, I'm very thankful for them. And, you know, cause a lot of people go through bandmates like crazy for sure. You know, and we hear of those bands and we, we know who, you know, who, who, who's always being changed in and out. And it's just like, I'm so fortunate that I found a group of guys that I can surround myself with who like, I don't have to really worry about right. ever. Right. You know, I'd, like there's no, there's no time like that. I'm worried. Like, is, are they going to show up? You know, I'm right. like, thank God. And I dude, told them, I totally and, and, I, and I told them that in the van the other day, I was just like, dude, like, thank y'all for showing up. Like, yeah. like, thank y'all. Like, it's just, it's, it's, I don't know. I, I feel like I got lucky when it came to that. For sure, dude. It was weird when, um, when we played with y'all last time, I think we did like two in a row. Yeah. It was uh, floors and Corpus. That's uh, right. Brewster Brewster's. Street. Yeah. And floors. It was, it was so last minute for us. That when I like put it in the calendar and was like hollering at everybody, a couple of them already were like, "Dude, like that's a week away." Like I, yeah, I, and, I, and I totally respect. They're all professionals. They're my homies though, and so I'm like, that is kind of last minute. Go, go do y'all's thing. And so like I did have like a uh, one or two fill-ins during those shows, the, those last two we did with you. Yeah, and it felt kind of wrong. Like I had fun perform. I had fun at playing and stuff. But it felt a little wrong, like just being on stage and looking over, like, oh, like, I don't really know that person as much as well as yeah. like. Usually, I look over; it's like my best friends. Sure, you know what I mean. I sure, look, look over and like I know I've known this person for a decade. Yeah, and to look over and be like, we shook hands two weeks ago, and now, yeah, now now I'm playing. It, everybody was they played great. I thought so. They, I thought y'all sounded great. fantastic. It felt really, really good. I thought y'all gonna say you were gonna say you didn't think it was that great, good, but no, like, cause I, no, no, no. everybody I, did really well. I would have not known. I would have not known they, the any different. Everybody did their homework, and uh, yeah, it was amazing. It was just weird to look around and not see. Yeah, uh, I've, my, I've my family basically in a way. I've, I've, we've, we've had a couple of fill-ins here and there for like you know weddings and births of children and, yeah, and yeah, things like that sure. uh but uh but yeah i definitely know what you mean yeah and uh, i enjoy it i enjoy jamming with new people sure but i do too but it's like man i'm trying to like trying to showcase this new album yeah this is kind of the first those are like the first couple of full band shows we had since like really finishing up that record nice so i was like i'm, I'm playing nothing but new shit yeah I might as well, and i don't know might as well i don't know I just want. I guess I wanted to showcase it with the people that made it. Well, it was new to you and new to them. New, new to your band. It was too. new to everybody. It was new to everybody. Mm. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm glad you liked it. Yeah, man. When I sent it to you, I I only sent it to like a few people. I didn't send it to. A lot I of people. immediately. I think you sent it to me. I was. Oh yeah, I was sitting at home, and I've got a set of studio monitors in my living room that I listen to, and I've. I immediately hit play and I was just like, yeah. And then I just, I listened to, I probably listened to like five or six songs straight before I, I got up. Uh, and dude, there's just, you have a way of just like saying a word and it just makes me go, <laughs> like I just laughed just because like I never would have thought that, I never would have thought it. I wasn't thinking you were going to say that next. That's you know, really nice. You just have, 
you have just a way of, and that's what I mean. Like you run my, you run marathons when you come to like songwriting, Dude. you just like, you go that extra in your mind, your mind just goes there. Whereas like, I have to force myself to go <laughs> yeah. there. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, well, you can't like, you can't truly be like present and be there. Yes. I spent a lot of time of my life, like with like one foot in the door of being present and one foot in the door of like kind of working on a team. Right. And that's like, not the hell. Now, I can't really do that now. You know, I'm a dad. Yeah. I, being present is like, it, but it's also like not a decision. Like that, that was never a decision. That's just how I kind of was living. That was just my perspective of walking around life. I'm kind of right here. Yeah. But I'm kind of in a room in my head working on a tune too. Sure. And now, I don't know. I told you this at Dan's last time, but like since, since I've been a dad, I don't really have existential dread. Right. And so like there's a whole, there's there's a hundred songs right there i don't have to write now yeah you know what i'm saying and so i don't know i've i've enjoyed can i say what you can i can i tell can i you you told me something at dan's and it stuck with me what was it and you said uh you said since the birth of my child i have not had any more thoughts of the sun exploding and killing us all <laughs> that's very true <laughs> dude i fucking died when you told me that dude. i was just like I haven't experienced my. I have my child's not born yet, but I, 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 I hope to have that same. You will experience. You don't have a choice. Like <laughs> it. That's just. That's what they give you. You know what I'm saying? Like when they show up, they're like here, or they actually kind of take it away. They're like here. You don't. Worry yeah. About, worry about me, homie. Don't Here's worry about this. that. We'll take that. Yeah, dude. Yeah. I'm excited. Me and my wife are super stoked about it, man. Yeah, I'm glad y'all are like uh, trying to be surprised yeah for the gender that's really cool i mean i didn't i wasn't brave enough to do that that's the way they did it back then huh <laughs> <laughs> i don't know we just i mean we were just like you know what's a uh, we had we had talked you know before we even thought about having kids we had talked to like we thought like that's a cool idea we should do that because that's like a that's a true surprise yeah uh, but that you can both share between the you know the two of you and uh, for the rest of the family and everyone else too. I mean, everyone can guess on what it and speculate on what it's gonna be, but uh I just feel like it was, you know, let's 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 do it and yeah. you know, every time you go to an appointment, don't tell us. You know, yeah. it's it's yeah. Like you know, the, yeah. In the waiting room, you're yeah. like we're just like signing in, you're like, by the way, don't tell us yeah. when we get in there. Take a stadium poster with you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like you're at a It's written when you go to get a like a sonogram, <laughs> it's like written on her stomach. Yeah. Don't tell us. That's so but, funny. Yeah, we're stoked, man. We're super stoked. You should be, dude. And don't feel like, as far as like, in the context of writing, don't feel obligated to like shit out a song about your kid immediately. Sure. You know what I mean? I felt just that, because you feel like it because, might be. Well, yeah, just because you're a songwriter and now you have a kid. Yeah. And so you're gonna have that song. You're gonna have plenty of songs, probably. That's like for or about your kid or that relationship, or that or a, a an interaction or or a, a new a new something that has to do with your child has impacted you to say this now in right. a song. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. 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 Don't don't get in a hurry. Like she's like not even walking yet. Don't get in a hurry to be like. On my drive home from that hospital, you know, what yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah. like they like they'll just come. You know sure. what I'm saying? Like th those things, like I said, everything kind of just changes. Kind of has to nest and grow for sure. Yeah, this is definitely like the first season 
of my life of like uh how old is your son he's a year and a half okay so you're you're fresh into it pretty, pretty yeah yeah but i'm also like i'm settled into it now okay you yeah, know yeah, what yeah, I mean? yeah, like yeah it the consistency of it is like it's a like real it's like a relentless consistency okay. if that makes sense i don't yeah. mean relentless in a negative way it just like doesn't stop you know i before i was a dad uh jamie fox has a book i don't remember what it's called but uh, he, he talks about it on probably like Rogan or something. But okay, uh, but there's a chapter in there about uh, just about fatherhood, and it's like uh, I dropped my kid off from school like the first time they were going to school, and then like and he's like then I did it the next day, and then the next day and then the next day and I like had this thought I was like, wow this is like this is just life now it's not it's not like I don't know it's like tying your shoes yeah you know what I'm saying or breathing. Yeah, but it's something you don't start until later in life. Sure, yeah, 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 for yeah. sure. Hopefully, yeah. I mean, my my parents started super young. They were kids when I when they had me, you know? right? And that ha- that happens, but dude, I remember yeah. having the thoughts of being like, I was definitely over twenty five. I I was fine to have a kid finally. Sure, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And I was afraid of fatherhood before it happened, and now I'm like relieved by it. <laughs> I see. Yeah, I see. See, I feel like. I don't know if I was ever like scared of it, but I feel like we definitely waited until the right time. That's good. Uh, but there, I mean, I think it's just timing is timing, man. It's yeah, it's dude. just going to happen when it's going to happen. Yeah. Uh, it's never anything. I mean, yeah, you can plan, you can do all the planning you want, but you have one of my favorite lines in a song. Oh yeah. Yeah. It, uh, about, it's about plans. It's 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 a fantastic line, and I think about it all the time. And the line is, if I can think of, of it correctly, it's, uh, it doesn't go to plan, even if you bother to make one, dude. It's uh like that line is fucking beautiful. Thank you so much. Because that is the tr- that's a that's a that's a true statement. <laughs> it's yeah, it's so true. And like, um, what we were talking about earlier about like uh placing lines in in an order to get to something yeah. rather than like one line in it rather than like punching it out it's like uh it's like every word in that chorus is like leading up to that statement in a way right. uh after all i've seen it ain't hard to be a meaner version of ourselves. So, yeah all i really know is it never goes how you plan even if you bother to make one yeah and then i it feels so cool to come into that second verse kind of referring back to that line yeah how you plan even if you bother to make one so i didn't plan Plan. yeah (laughs) that one was really fun to write uh was that the one where we put like a bunch of different lines from different songs into or was that no that was clocks and mirrors the song, yeah, the album's called the new album. I love adding out, stuff like that. Clocks and mirrors, because that's only stuff that you can do here. It's not anything you can like do live. Like when you add, like when you have, when you add layers of vocals coming in. Right. It's not something you can do in your living room with a guitar. Right. It's only something you can do on, you know, really here in a studio setting. Yeah. And it's just, it's so cool to hear stuff like that. And like when I, when. When we have an idea like that and we have our our producer do it, it just, like, makes you smile. The first time you hear it, you're yeah. just like, oh, cool. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so we can do that. <laughs> yeah. And, like, it's 
the studio is cool because when you do it long enough, you kind of learn like there's really no bad ideas. Let's try it, you know? Sure. Because uh, something can like if I'm like, hey, what if we did this? The explanation of it can sound really lame. Yeah. Sometimes uh-huh. it's like, but yeah, but do it. You know what? What that sounds like is could be really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely, man. The studio is endless. Yeah, and that's what change it, it changes songs so much. That's why I I just re- I did a, an acoustic album. Uh huh. Um, just because I love when bands do have an acoustic version of a song. Yeah. Uh, so I I I picked out some songs. Uh, I think I even did a post on social media asking folks like which ones y'all want to hear. So I took some 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 virtual requests as well. <laughs> uh, yeah. And uh, so I'm I'm gonna have uh suggestions yeah some suggestions <laughs> some virtual suggestions uh so we're gonna we're gonna i'm gonna put i think i'm gonna do three volumes uh one two and three um, i think I'm, it's gonna start in june so i don't know when this is gonna air uh but either you'll have already heard it or it's coming yeah, yeah. um so we've got some acoustic stuff that like i just really wanted to kind of strip to the bare bones and just here's the song yeah, and you're doing three volumes of that. Yeah, well, it's just it's like uh, I think it's a total of like fifteen or sixteen songs. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna do like six, five, and six. Cool. Um, just so we can uh, just I just you know just to have continuous release over mm-hmm. the summer. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna try to put out two full band singles over the summer that are uh, brand new. Yeah, that are these new. all these acoustic songs we've heard. Yes, the they full will, band versions of yes, already. they will be they will be uh, songs that everyone has heard in the past. They're just going to be the acoustic version, mm-hmm. um, and just the way that I wrote them when I yeah. wrote them. You know, just cool. kind of how they the bare bones of them before they got yeah. all switched up and changed in the studio, and we added all the cool stuff. Right? Yeah. Uh, but it was fun doing that. I love acoustic stuff. I think we, we you know we all start out playing acoustic at. Uh, Jack's Tavern or Fuzzy right. Tacos right. or yeah. or whatever it may be. For sure. Um, so it's just I I love playing acoustic. Like you know, I'm playing a gig tonight uh, here in town, the acoustic gig, and you know I I love doing acoustic stuff because yeah, I can dude. also stretch my legs and play a new song. Right. You know? Yeah. And it's always been a part of your show. I, every acoustic. full band show that I've been, even the full band stuff that I've been to, like yeah. you make it a point to like. Have a I, couple of yeah. nights that's acoustic. I like it. There's been shows where I felt like, oh, we might have lost them there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, it's a change of vibe. It is. But it's like, it is. if you can, you know, some crowds are better than others, I guess. Yes, some, they are. It's more appropriate in some places than others, maybe. And uh, that's another reason why I did it is because a lot of the venues we play, it is appropriate to do it. Mm-hmm. And there are people that appreciate it. There's right. people, you know, I'll go to the merch table after the show, and there's people that come up to me, you know, at least one person or two people to say, I love the acoustic part. Yeah. Or it's someone who maybe brought their, you know, just someone that brought their parents. Right. And their parents are like, we love the acoustic. Yeah, you know, yeah. That was the best. We can that, understand that you. Was, yeah, we can actually hear what you're saying. <laughs> uh, so it's just, you know, so I, I do make it a part, and I, I love it, and I'll do, you know, Depending on how long we got to play, I'll do two or three songs, sometimes yeah. four. If, yeah. You know, the crowds, if they are if they want me to do something specific, I'll add something in there for them. For sure. But there's definitely times where I wish, like, man, I wish we could just not go to that right now and just keep barreling through. Yeah, yeah. And just, you know. Keep the, vi- keep the vibe going up. Yeah, but it's, even at, like, even 
even at like gigs where there are a, a lot of people, let's say there's, mm-hmm. let's see, there's a thousand folks like, or whatever they somehow like acoustics still like still hit somehow. Yeah. yeah. They like it. Yeah. They, they're actually like, it makes them kind of pay attention a little more. For sure. So like it, I think it, 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 it works all over. You know, I even see videos of Taylor Swift playing acoustic in a, in sure. a stadium of people. And then there's even 10,000 outside the stadium. Yeah. Sometimes that'll, that's more appropriate sometimes. Yeah. Than like uh, love and war or something. Yeah, know? yeah, 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 yeah. Dude, uh, not not when I'm opening, but when I'm headlining. But uh, when I'm opening, I'm just like, let's just fucking vibe for an hour. Try to make some people giggle. Try to get the energy of live music yeah. in the air for whatever homie's about to follow. But like when I'm headlining, uh, and there's just more time, like a ninety or more. Ninety's good, but like a seventy-five to ninety. 90s, 90s about the longest I'll go. Yeah, yeah. My, 90, no one really wants to hear anything that anyone's doing. After I feel that like long. people get uh, unless unless you paid two hundred dollars for a ticket and you're at a stadium seeing someone huge. But even then, that's kind of long enough. Like, I feel when, like when, ni- when, ninety minutes is an hour and a half. That's long enough. I mean, I get antsy in a movie theater after an hour and a half. Yeah, hundred percent. So it's just like, yeah, I well. Uh, I'm not gonna. Uh, there's there's a guy on on Twitter. Uh, he's a tour manager of a, of a of a pretty famous guy. He tweeted one time. He said, uh, "It should be illegal for a band to play longer than 45 minutes." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> dude, I totally agree with that. And I was just like, "Yes, yes. bro," because like it is a. I mean, not that 90 minutes is a long time. I mean, it flies. It's just long enough. It, it's long enough. Like that's de- a great I way to put it. It's I long enough. Think Especially if it's like a multiple band thing. Yeah. But even if you're by yourself, even if you're like the only band there, I feel like an hour set is like the most ideal situation. Hour, yeah. Because it's like it's like it's short enough to not have to not have to think about what I was just about to say, which is like when I'm more headlining, it's like seventy five, ninety minutes. I'm I'm now I'm starting to think like uh, about it in like acts. Yeah. Like in this first act. We're gonna do this thing that most bands do. We're just gonna yeah. play these instruments and do this, and then maybe okay in this second act, okay, let's start with like Ivy singing a duet with me, yeah, or something. You know what I mean? Let's change that and like, or maybe in the second act, let's do this acoustic thing, mm-hmm. and then bring it home. Home, you know? Yeah, yeah. That's exactly what we do. We we basically it's ours is a three act show. Yeah, our first act is like. 10 songs full band mm-hmm. of just like kind of in your face yeah uh then we go straight to three songs or four songs acoustic and it just kind of mellows it out and then we hit them again for like six songs yeah and then it's just like and then if they want an encore then we got an encore and then what's but, your go-to encore um is it the killer's tune yeah man we've yeah, been yeah. we've been doing that one uh and trav played that in callahan too dude it's a it's it's like a it's like a little secret key <laughs> it makes it makes the bar go oh we know this yeah, one dude. uh yeah it, i don't know it's just it's a it's a fun song to play even like as a band like yeah it's white people's favorite song yeah <laughs> yeah for sure <laughs> there's a video of the uh, university of michigan football stadium that's like their favorite song to play uh, in the whole stadium, like at a at a at a at a Michigan football game, they mm-hmm. play that song. I think like once a like once a game, and the stadium just erupts and sings every word. Dude. So it's like it's it's just a song that people know. 
Uh, we should probably encore with one of our own songs. That'd be way cooler, as my producer would say. <laughs> <laughs> it could be cooler. It could be cooler. I love... Uh, but when... it's, I mean, by that point of the show, we're, we want to have fun. Yeah. The crowd wants to yeah, have well, fun. Well, it needs a punctuation. Exactly. It needs, a, it needs it, an it exclamation needs to be like, mark. This is over now. After yeah. this shit, it's like, what else do you want? We just played Blindside. Yeah, or, yeah. Uh, Mr. Brightside. Mr. Brightside. Yeah. Like, what else do you want us to do after yeah. that? Yeah. What? What? Yeah. What more? What more do you? Are you not entertained? You're right. <laughs> oh man, I like uh, I like y'all's version of that Incubus tune, and I love Stage Crashing every time I'm. That, yeah. With no, you. you're and you're more than welcome. Hell, sing the whole thing next time so Dude. I can take a break. Uh, yeah, none of these other motherfuckers <laughs> want to help you sing. Uh, yeah, man. I think that Incubus tune will probably stay in our set it's been in our set list for like the last four years it's a great song and i mean and that and like maybe a handful of songs have stayed and haven't gotten stale to us yeah uh that is just a song that just it doesn't really get stale uh for us as Mm -hmm. a band we love playing it yeah uh i'm sure and you know people ask about it and you know people People enjoy it, so it, it's, oh, yeah. it's you know until we hear someone go, oh god, not this again. Right, these motherfuckers. So the song, I'll, I'll probably keep doing it. Uh, Dude, in that in the realm of like the the type of rock, like the genre that the space that you take up in that, yeah, the first kind of like rock like that that I ever heard was that song from Incubus, and I was like, you know, just a kid like literally like mowing the. I was literally just mowing the grass. Yeah. And I had like my uncle's Zune. Or Zoom. Zune. Yeah. Z- yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and he just had a bunch of cool shit on there that I'd never heard. And I remember uh, I'm about to mow this grass and I put the headphones in and I click play and the volume's like all the way up. And as soon as I hit play, it's oh, like, hey, <laughs> yo, crazy bitch. And I was like, oh, God, what's this? And I went to the next song and it was that incubus tune it starts with those drums yeah and i remember dude it probably took me like an hour or two to mow the area that i was mowing and i listened to that song on repeat the entire time yeah so that song is ingrained it's ingrained in me it's probably the only song i could play on the drums note for note yeah that's like not just a country shuffle or something sure sure like i love that song and it, and i love that band when i first got started getting into the like, guitarist yeah have you seen them live no, it's but I've incredible. seen videos. I've it's definitely incredible. studied them. Travis and I went to the same show. Uh, he was in the pit, but I, I was a little bit further back. Uh, it was like an incredible performance. Jimmy World opened up. Oh yeah, and like they they their whole set was good. And then when they got to their last song, they go, "All right, are you guys ready?" And they're all everybody's like, "They're gonna play it." Like it just takes some time. Yeah, and like oh man. It was an incredible. That's awesome. Um, Where was this at? It was in Dallas, that big amphitheater. Okay, it's been named. It was like Dosakis at one time. It was time. Now at it's this Jackson, point. I think. Yeah, it was Dosakis at this time. I saw my one of my favorite concerts I've ever seen was at uh, Dosakis. It was Mumford and Sons. Dude, I got to see them in like 2013 or 14 in Dallas, and that was an incredible show, man. Me and my buddy. Uh, Sam Watson went. I was on crutches as I I was still uh, on rehab from my ACL, mm-hmm. and I fucking crutched all the way in there, and we dude. crutched all the way out, dude. It was worth it though. It was badass. That is so awesome. 
This episode of What's Right is brought to you by Wonderland Records. Wonderland Records is a full-service recording studio and rehearsal space based in Clyde, Texas. You can ask for dates and uh, ask for a tour at Instagram at underscore Wonderland Records underscore. Thank you, Wonderland Records. What's your favorite concert you've ever seen? Oh, my gosh. I mean, the Incubus one was that good. Yeah. Bro, have you ever heard of... Uh, Delbert McClinton. Yeah, I've heard the name. Yeah, for sure. I'm sure I've heard a song as well, but I couldn't be like, "That's a Delbert song." There's one. There's one Delbert song that we did in Callahan, and we do it sometimes in my band too. And my even my dad's band used to do it when I was a kid. And it's called Shaky Ground. It's like standing on shaky ground. It's real funky. Doom dum doom dum. Anyway, uh. Watching their set, and of all places, it was like at Larry Joe, uh, and like it was like the, the whole lineup that day was like Will and like Shane and all. It was like all of that type of shit. And then Delbert McClinton with like he ha- he has like a six foot tall, hot old, uh, like dark brunette lady like playing a fucking Barry Sax. It's like the size of her. She's just. And like they're, they're just all, all these like 60 year old people on stage rocking way fucking harder than any of our friends that were on the yeah, bill that yeah, day yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're all playing our acoustic rock songs and stuff or whatever and they get on stage and do that it was like it was religious and yeah. like it, like he's so good that they put his son on the bill okay you know okay. what i'm saying okay anyway yeah so that may have been like it's I definitely didn't want to say like at Larry Joe was like my favorite, but that said at Larry Joe was yeah. incredible. I've always wanted to see him, but uh, yeah, the Incubus one is definitely up there. Uh, my dad tells a story about seeing this band open up for Marshall Tucker Band, and uh, it was like in Florida, like that Florabama area, and uh, they go, the band opening up goes, uh, "What's up, everybody? We're who pooted." If you smell something that stinks, it's us because we're the shit. <laughs> Hell yeah. That's, that's a show. A great... that's, a, that's a show I always wish I would have gone to. Yeah. Just so I could have heard that in person. Two shows uh, my wife and I have been to. Um, we're both, both times, I've only been to Red Rocks twice. And mm-hmm. it was a, it was to see, the first time was the, uh, uh, the LSD tour, which was Lucinda Williams, first of three. Steve Earle, two of three, and Dwight Yoakam headlining. Wow! Uh, it was a cool. It was cool to see all three of them uh, play. Uh, Steve Earle was a is just a legend, dude. Yeah. I've listened to a lot of Steve Earle. Talk about songwriter guy. Like I, I mm-hmm. love Steve Earle stuff. Yeah, like, he's the John Mellencamp of the South. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's great. No offense. No, no. <laughs> he's great. Yeah. Uh, uh, but he. Uh, I don't know. He, uh, and then Dwight Yoakam just comes fucking, uh, spinning out and all his rhinestones and just, Dude, just yes. sparkling in the lights. And then we saw, uh, Gary Clark Jr. there one night. Wow. That, that one was super cool. He had a really cool opener. I wish I could remember the name, but they were, they were really good. That's anyone that plays there is probably worth seeing. Yeah. Shame that sure. they just, I watched their live stream of that show. That was Bro. awesome. I didn't watch the live stream, but I knew it was going to be bonkers. That was on a Tuesday. 
Not that it matters what day it was, but it was oh, on a freaking Tuesday. Tuesday night, sell out Red Rocks as just bro. That's gangster as fuck. That's very, very. Do you have do you have do you have moments when you're like on Instagram and you see that and you're like, I can't believe I know that that fucking. Uh, bro. I can't dude, believe I know those guys. I, I told my I literally in my you can ask those are the dudes I was drinking Arbor Mist with outside of some tractor pull you know what I mean? or whatever it's like oh yeah shit like literally we played a show off broadway in st louis literally we pull up and chase their bass players throwing fucking fireworks out the window yeah and i don't know if you played off broadway in st louis but it is not in a very nice neighborhood <laughs> and he's just just you know just a bunch of boys that look like us yeah Fucking throwing fireworks out the window is yeah. definitely gonna you know cause a couple eyes to look at us for sure. But yeah, dude, uh, you can ask my band. I literally, I, 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 <laughs> I, I didn't go, but I literally, I was in the van. We were just driving one day, and I was just like, the day that Shane Smith and the Saints headline Red Rocks, Red Rocks, I'm gonna go. We're gonna go as a band. This was like five years ago, probably. No, literally the next week they announced. Oh, okay. Literally, Shane announces on Instagram. I, I mean, I'm, I'm I'm friends with Shane. We say hi whenever we yeah, see each other, sure, but yeah. we will keep like contact. But I mean, literally that next week on Instagram they say, headlining Red Rocks for the first time, and I was just like, holy shit, Man, dude. Yeah, you should say hell, other cool shit. Hell yeah, I mean, yeah. I need to say that about me, but yeah. like I was like, hell yeah, dude. That is, dude, I was so so happy, yeah, dude. Man. I'm. When I see people doing good, I love it. Yeah, I, it makes me it makes me so happy. It really yeah. does. Um, and I just feel like you know you can't you can't do anything but be happy for them for sure, like, man. Especially an act like that. Like, yeah, like yeah, it's just like the most. Uh, and I commented on 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 his thing, and I also was the most deserved. Like I saw that. I saw it your is, comment on that. It is it was like you're super right on that. They are. I mean, who who else but them right now? To yeah. do that. Oh, know? dude, like, they are, they, I mean, they should, I mean, and they are. I mean, they headline yeah. Red Rocks, they sold it out. But, I mean, I feel like they should be doing that once a month. Yeah, you know, yeah, they're, You know, and they should be doing that, you Madison know. Madison Square Garden. Dude, dude, they are huge. And in my eyes, like, yeah. Shane Smith could be the biggest. They could be, a, they're the Texas it, Mumford and Sons. 100%, dude. Oh, <laughs> like, wow. Yeah. They are, I mean. You they're, heard it here first. <laughs> yeah, you heard it here first. <laughs> Uh, but they are, dude. I mean, and it, it makes me so stoked to to see them do that. That's so dope, dude. Are so you so stoked? Are you uh, are you writing anything like right now? Do you have something that's like half written? Do you uh, do you, you kind of finish them when you start them? I have uh, I have two that are finished that uh, are not like they're not done. Done. Yeah. I have I have I have a third song that has no words, just guitar. Okay. So is it at least like cool guitar? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, it's got to be cool. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, yeah. That's honestly the way I write is it has to be like it's music first. Okay. Uh, I wish I was one of those guys that could just walk down the street and just you know come up with lines in my head and then just write them down and then go home and then find the chords that match that. For me, I have to sit there and pretty much have a good verse and chorus you know progression yeah for it for me to really get a vibe of like what's my vocal pattern what's the melody here sure. and then once i find a melody then i find the words is it like and is I it feel just like, like a voice memo thing you just like 
click record and kind of just voice, jot the voice memo down. or i've got a sm7b at home mm-hmm. uh that you know i'll just stick it in front of me and i'll throw my headphones on and and i've got i've got it set up to where it sounds decent sure yeah uh just with the one mic uh but yeah voice memos or or or, or yeah just just doing a quick demo session at home uh i don't write too much like i'm not one that's just like i wrote this in a hotel room in atlanta like that, I'm just I'm not one to really like. It's not like romanticized, really. No, not at all. It's very like, and I I like my producer hates it, but <laughs> I I love going into the studio and starting something new. You yeah. know, most guys like you to come in with a written song, and then we we can work on sure. it because it's very time sensitive, and we can you know you're wasting money if you're in here with nothing with no song and you're just yeah. writing in here does that ever make you think about getting other people's songs, or does that make you be like, I need to finish some fucking songs? Like ask people for songs. Yeah. Uh, no, I've never thought of that. Yeah. Uh, I didn't think. I've just no. It's never occurred to me. Cool. I would definitely do it. Sure. If the song was, if I thought like it was good. It was good and, and like if, appropriate. And if I could, you know, I, there's some about like the person that wrote the song probably performs it the best. Yeah. I mean, for yeah. Sure. I mean. George Strait does the does 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 he all them the he best. performs I mean he he, do, really. he does them all great but I mean yeah. but uh, what's Dean that guy? Dylan does Dean them Dylan better. yeah he I mean he's I don't know so I mean I I mean in a situation like that it's just like I mean is is it believable that I wrote this then then yeah I I'd, yeah. I'd sing it yeah um but I've never had anyone approach me and be like hey man or anyone like ever and no one's ever been like hey I have a song for you yeah or yes but it's been like a random like instagram dm oh. from like i meant like a songwriter yeah that yes <laughs> yeah. yes that's and that's yeah no not from a song i meant like troy or something no yeah no uh but i feel like you know kind of going to like you know my music is kind of changing our our you know is dave roll doing a lot of cold a, a lot of a lot of co-writing dave Grohl. Yeah. No, and he and he thinks a lot about it the same way you do, as far as like the writing process. So, so I'm thinking like he's just like I gotta go write some words down real quick, and he just, and he just does it like one line at a time. So so like I'm thinking like you know a lot of alternative music probably isn't a lot of co-write stuff because you're saying like you said yeah. it's a lot more of statement statement right statement. It's like I just I mean this yeah this is what I mean yeah because yeah. it's more exclamation point exclamation yeah. point mm-hmm. which is like. Folk stuff is a lot more. Question mark. This dot 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 dot. Question mark. Yeah, yeah. Semicolon. A hundred percent. Yeah, and and I write the semicolons in there. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, you and and you probably do. Yeah, I do. You probably edit it like you're actually like writing a paper or something like that. I definitely edit. I think that's something that like just most songwriters, sh- every songwriter should do. Yeah, in a way. I don't think. I think there's a lot of us that aren't doing that but yeah like writing it down is more like i'm inspired i'm gonna write this thing down but yeah editing it is like what the fuck is this to take that i don't need to say that like you know yes. it's a lot of just uh taking away I'll, I'll just sit there and i'll listen to a voice memo or a demo and just read the song as i listen to my as i listen mm-hmm. to the demo mm-hmm. and just like does it read yeah like for sure like if if I were to if I were to just say this, does mm-hmm. it sound like a like like could this be a poem? Sure. Does this read properly? Yeah. Is this like a is this like a poorly written Facebook rant? Or is this like a like I don't know? It's just like I'm, 
on that song of mine, Please Brooke, that we were just talking about, you a- you asked me about that line in the bridge. And the only reason I kept it that way, because like I'm, I'm, I'm saying like a pretty long sentence, if you will. I'm saying like a pretty long thought. But because of the melody, it'll sometimes stop in the middle of a word or it'll stop in the middle of a thought. Yeah. And so like if you're if you're of the mind of like and if you're thinking the song is like of the realm of like each time the melody stops, there's a period there. Yeah, it, do, it doesn't necessarily to your ears. It like doesn't read necessarily. Yeah. But if you're listening to it and you're reading it with the per, with the correct punctuation on it. It reads, you yeah. know what I'm saying? A hundred percent. But uh I've been asked a lot about that part in that song. Uh you're the only one that said like it sounded like the word eight, like scratch eight. Uh but I hear that now. Since you said that I hear that. Well and, I didn't mean to <laughs> didn't No 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 no. no. <laughs> I'm just I'm not, I'm not worried about that. I'm just saying I that particular line gets brought up a lot with whoever I send it to, whoever's heard it. But they always it's like a, a book scratching through th- a a book yeah. period scratching through thoughts. And a book scratching yeah. through thoughts. Yeah, and uh, so usually someone's like, "Are you saying butt scratching right there?" <laughs> I'm like, "Yeah, that's what I'm." Do you fucking I'm think that's what I'm saying right there? <laughs> I don't. I I've built this whole thing up to this climax of this part. Do you think I use the word butt, butt scratching? scratching? Yes, I did. <laughs> Yeah, the the what I thought I think what I thought you originally said was in a book scratch eight, mm-hmm. and I thought that was like a like a term, like a ter- like a like a bingo term or like a fucking yeah. or like a like is he talking about like this book that his grandma had like or something like that like sure. that was immediately that was literally I was like a book scratch eight that must be like that some must be something some old timey like <laughs> thing I don't know about yeah, that yeah. he's referring to I was like he's a genius now, that's that, that's <laughs> very nice no I'm just hip on old. I'm hip on stuff that isn't hip. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know why that is. This episode of What's Right is brought to you by Theo Music Group. Theo Music Group is a record label based in Texas that signed myself as well as Dane Pack, Peter Sinclair, and others. They're the reason the lights are on most of the time for all of those households. They've partnered with Yellow Dog Studios so that we're able to have nice things like Final records with production value. You can learn more about Theo Music Group by going to the website theomusicgroup.com. So you got the Billy Bob show coming up. We got a live at Billy Bob's. Um, that live album. It, it, yeah, it'll it it it's. We're doing a one take. I mean, obviously, I mean, y'all are tight of, enough to do it. Yes, we're gonna do a little rehearsing. We're gonna we got two nights of rehearsal the week prior or the week of. So we can get it, you know, pretty down pat. Um, What's the date of that show? Uh, June the second. June the second. Friday night, June the second. Cool. Um, but yeah, we're super stoked, man. Um, I'm stoked for you. Like when you're when we were talking about like you're just scrolling through and you see Chase's or Shane and them's like post. You're like, man, I fucking know that guy. <laughs> I felt that way when you made the post about making live at Billy Bob's album about you. Thanks, I was like, man. dude, I fucking know that guy. Thanks, man. That's really cool. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a cool night. And I I told I told uh, booking I was like, can y'all please can can that just be the only show for that weekend? <laughs> yeah, yeah, let me <laughs> can, have this. Can I just just 
Just, I don't want to play anywhere the next night. I don't want to fucking <laughs> compare. Can we not? Like, just give don't, it a week. Don't send me, yeah. <laughs> don't send me to the shoot and stab in Midland. Yeah. No, no, no shade to any other venue, yeah. but just like, let me have that for that week. Yeah. yeah I mean. Or were they nice enough to. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They were, like they, were they were, they, yeah, they were like, that's yeah. going to be a celebration, man. Yeah. We're, it's, it's going to be, yeah, we're excited. So we're going to, we got a, a crew to video. Uh, that's great. I think I'm going to try, a, I'm going to try to do like a, one of my favorite, like thing, one of my, one of my favorite bands, Manchester Orchestra, uh, yeah. a rock band out of, uh, Georgia. I'm not sure what town, uh, but anyways, they have this, uh, they used to have like this hot topic session where they did like four or five songs and like full band. It's just black and white video. It's like 17 minutes long. It's like them just doing like four or five songs. I want to like, record like a like four or five songs out of our set and do something similar like yeah start like after our acoustic break like when we come back in pretty hard like do that last like record and video like that last chunk because i like i just feel like it'd be cool like i just i just love and like i'm an artist i haven't spent a lot of effort and money on videos like right. a lot of artists do music videos and stuff like that i've just i've always been super reserved on videos just because like Quality to me is just like I can tell when it's a bad quality video. Yeah, and I'm just like, you put that out, right? Okay. What do you think? Yeah, like, what do you? Isn't that what's kind of weird about like seeing like a viral video and it's like someone just like strumming into an iPhone? Yes, but I feel like that can be almost. I feel like that's more natural if they if all they did was set up a, a their phone and just start playing like they're in their bedroom, then hiring a crew to come in and make some and do a sh- and do a shitty job, make some shitty video. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, I luckily don't ever have to worry about that because Gage just knows what the fuck knows up. what the fuck is going on. It's important up. to have someone. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, but we've got I've got some I got a guy who came in while we recorded the acoustic album. He videotaped me. Uh, like playing and singing, so we got it all synced up to the audio and stuff like that. That's so, cool. uh, with each volume of the acoustic stuff, there will be a couple of videos, uh, correlating to a couple to the songs. Those gonna be on like Apple Music and stuff. Yeah, or YouTube? App, yeah, it'll be everywhere. Cool. Uh, the night that we recorded Dan Silverleaf. Yeah. Uh, some of those recordings from me will be on. Did you get the stems? Yeah, I, I appreciate the. Stems. I sent you this. Uh, Tyler sent me the stems. I sent them over to you. Yeah, I did like a quick mix on it. And I bounced it down. I like sent it to my manager and publicist and stuff like that. Cool. And they were like, uh, they were like, we could use like we could use some of these like for like just live acoustic. Yeah. Sing like not singles, but just live acoustic versions of stuff. Yeah, absolutely. It was de- it definitely sounded. My good. band was telling me I don't think I was I had walked in yet, but did you do some song about fellatio? I did all kind, dude. Did all kinds of shit there, like. So like I have a whole I have a whole list of songs of mine that are like funny country songs. Yeah. And I want them You pulled a couple out. I pulled them out. And That's some of them I love it. Some of them bombed. <laughs> like so I, I started like that. So anyway, I had this idea with these with these with these funnier country songs it needs to be like a live recording to be able to release it cuz you want to hear like a crowd, you want to hear laughter and stuff. Right. I'm going to have to probably do it at a comedy club. Or I'm just gonna have to do it somewhere where people are like there to laugh and prepared to laugh. They were there to like listen to you record your acoustic, at, which is like a, kind of dramatic and intimate. And I got up there and like the first like three songs I played were like, like I shit you not, there was a line in it. There was a line in my second song 
the first line goes, there's only a few things that drive me nuts, and I mean the good way, like pictures of butts. Thankfully, we all have Instagram sluts to like and share. The song's called Like and Share. It bombed so hard. And so uh, I did like two, I did like two, two like that. I did like two like that. And then I was like, fuck, this crowd really wants me to do something more serious. And so I did like, I did like please Brooke or something more serious. And they were like, oh yeah, yeah. They were like, oh, oh this guy's not just here to fuck off, fuck around. I think that first was just the sound check. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so I did a few more serious ones. Everybody was into it. And I was like. Let me try this other funny one. Let me put my toes back in the water. Let me put my toes back in the water. Bombed again on it. <laughs> I was like, no. I was like, okay, I'm just gonna keep it serious. And then I, I had like, I had one that was like a, like a, like a foolproof one, but I didn't write it. Uh, Mark Haygood wrote it. My oh, yeah, songwriting yeah, hero. Yeah, yeah. He told me I could use it in this context. Yeah. And uh, it slayed. But it was, it was called Blowjobs All the Way. Okay. Did you hear that one? I think I, I I walked in as you were like finishing it. Part part of me like leaning into all that was like the thing I said at first, which was like, uh, I remember Cody and I used to kind of come down here and watch people pile in to see the band of heathens, while one of us is playing the burger joint down the street. Yeah. And and anyway, apparently like the first night I was there, first night I opened for for you there, I got told a story like about like that. And like, uh, your like grandparents were there, and I was just like, "Yeah, we were burning down blunts and stuff like that." And uh, so when I got when I went back, <laughs> when I went back the second time, I was like, "I didn't realize, um, you know, last time I was here with Cody, I didn't realize like he's gonna have so much family here." So some of my stories from last time, I really apologize. I'm gonna keep it. I'm gonna keep it completely G-rated tonight. And then I started the set with, I was like, "So me and me and Cody were smoking crack with these whores." <laughs> <laughs> that was the first thing I said after like addressing that, and then I went into these like filthy songs. Here's and it what just, actually happened: it <laughs> did not go over well. But all the serious stuff went over well, and then Mark Haggard's funny song went over well. And, Everything else, but like that talking about like you were talking about like Mr. Blunt, Mr. Brightside being like punctuation. This is it. Yeah. Like at the end of my set, I was like, how do I even end what I just did? So I played Hallelujah. You did play Hallelujah. Yeah. That is such a ballsy move. Thank you. I had no. I was like, "How do I end this? This, this, def, whatever I'm about to do has is that to be a song? like." Do you do that end. often? When I'm when I'm by myself playing acoustic shows, and I'm like, "How the hell can I end what I just did?" How am I gonna fill these last ten minutes? Yeah, well, it's like appropriately. Sure. Like after what I just did. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I'll pull that one out to end it with for sure. Especially if I haven't played any covers at all, which I normally, I'm normally don't even think to play a cover. And then it's like, I have one more song to end it. Let's end it with trying to get these people. To... But yeah, like I had some jokes fall. Like, I think people there were just, they were just there to see like a serious acoustic show. Yeah. And I went up there and I was trying to act like Theo Vaughn. Well, they even, I was expecting that night to, and the crowd, the crowd was good. I mean, they were, they were present, but I was mm. expecting them to be a little more tame. Yeah. They were definitely wanting it to be rowdy yeah and, and I, I was and i, I was, was like i, I was i just wanted y'all to listen because <laughs> i i went out and i did uh i have a song called the way i went out and did an acoustic version of that which is very very mellow i was like i'm gonna go out and try to set a tone and be like okay mm -hmm. they need to like no none of this Wah! yeah uh but the 
even like my my hint at that was just it was bypassed. They were like, nope, we're here to get fucking hammered. Yeah, and we're gonna we're gonna cheer and woo and scream and so yeah. I was like, all right, I'm gonna have to change a little bit of my tactic for tonight's occasion, but it was cool. The recording turned out good. So yeah, it'll each volume will have like two. It'll have like three. So it'll have three studio album or like studio acoustic and then like three live and dance overleaf songs oh yeah so it'll be a little bit of a mixture of is it just gonna be called cody west acoustic it'll be it, uh cody west acoustic sessions cool. uh volume one, one two, two and three. three uh that's super dope man thanks again for doing this dude dude anytime yeah i'd love to do it again we can do it again we can write some tunes i'd love to write a tune between now and the next one we do so we can talk about it yeah and how we got there and how you how you made it better dude that's what i that's what i'm here to do yeah <laughs> all right thanks dude yes sir